Hello and welcome to Yerushalmi Brothos, Daf Chaf Beis, and it was about her print. Um, I'm really excited to talk about today. There's so many different ideas. I, I delve into Hashem that I have Siyat Hashemaya to get it out properly, and I would love to hear from you, your Ha'aras as well. I'm going to talk about Michal um, Ba'ashal, or a different name, and um, the Ishto Shel Yona, the wife of Yona. So the Gemara at the bottom of Chaf Aleph is talking about these two women. So one of them was Michal um, Ba'ashal, but the Gemara doesn't call her that. It calls her Michal Bas Kushi. She would wear tefillin. Obviously, we know kushi refers to shawl, which we'll get to in a second. And then the Gemara says, And the wife of Yona was Olaregel. Okay? And they didn't protest. Okay. So I just want to point out that the Bavli obviously brings this down as well, which we'll talk about in a moment. And um, I also want to say that um, the Gemara says explicitly that perhaps um, there was protest against both of them. So meaning nobody should gather any halacha lamaisa out of this, but obviously um, both of these people had objections to, and I'll leave that for your, for the Maggidia Shir to explain a little bit more, etc., etc., etc. And there's there's a tremendous amount to say about this, whether they're allowed to put it on, they're not allowed to, etc. So I want to talk about the, kind of the agotic parts of understanding it. Okay, so let's talk about um, a couple of things. Let's talk about the wife of Yona first, because that one's easiest. So, um, and again, like I said, there's a parallel Gemara in Erevin, Duff, um, Sadi Okay, so the Gemara says that um, that Yona's wife would go up to be Olaregel, obviously Lachor with him. So Ligesh Laden, what does this mean? So um, is it before he went into the fish or after? And why specifically her out of all the women that, you know, what, what, what was her draw? Obviously, it has to do with the story. So if you want to say it was afterwards, it's pretty easy to understand because obviously she was in a spall by what happened to her husband. So she felt a closer connection to Hashem or maybe she, there was a psychological part. Again, I don't want you to accuse me of psychoanalyzing. The, there's, there's a beautiful Zohar. The Zohar says, which simply means don't, Hashem is saying, keep your, you know, don't, don't hurt my anointed ones and my prophets. Don't do bad to them. But the Zohar says, regarding my Nevi'im, don't be their friend. Don't don't think you're you're on the same level as them. So, we're not trying to stu- uh, bring, we're trying to bring ourselves up to understand. We're not, I'm not trying to bring anybody down to my level. But I just want to say a couple of ours. Okay. So, and the Ben Yehuda brings this down a few times. Like that's that's a very important episode. All right. So perhaps there was some element that that she had lost her husband, and so there was a certain connection. But I want to say another thing. It says that um, the base of Shueva, the Yerushalmi actually says, and Tosis brings this down in Sukkah, That's where Yona got inspired to become a navi because you need simcha. You need simcha in order to be connected. And so it could be that the fact that she was she went up to be Olaregel with him added to the simcha as well. Um, that, that his wife was there as well because there was Ishto Ubeso, and that also helped inspire a simcha that was part of his life. Just what to think about. Um, but also, when Yonah's running away from Hashem, it represents a disconnection between Klai Yisrael and uh, someone's wife who's with them. That represents a connection between between man and, and wife, which is Shechina Benayim. So just some things to think about as to why maybe she made this choice to go. Let's talk about Michal Bas Kushis, Bas Kushi. So um, the Pasuk in Tehillim, Perak um, Zion, David Malach calls Shaul, Shaul um, Ben Kush, the, the Ben Yimini, which is uh, the the uh, one from Shev Benyamin. They were called Benyaminites. So, um, and the Gemara explains in Erevin, the, the way Rashi explains it, at least, and also based on the Gemara in, in Moed Kutten, the Bavli, on uh, Yud Zion, where is it? Tes, Tes Zion and Mubez. So it says, uh, just like a, a, a Kushi, which is a dark person, Ethiopian, is distinguishable by, distinguishable by the color of their skin, so too Shaul was distinguishable from other men by his good deeds. So I'm trying to give a shot that why is he specifically being called this name, Michal Bas Kush, Kushi, in this specific um, 
in this specific arena when, um, what does that have to do with the Tefillin? So I, I got this Yisod basically mostly from Ritzadik. Ritzadik was born in 1823 and he died in 1900. And his farm were, I would say, not really so learned. And Rav Dessler brought them back into circulation. And he was a Hasidish Rebbe who had started off as Misnagate, and he learned under Rav Label Eger, who was also a Hasidish Rebbe after he became, after uh, moving away from from uh, his Nagdus of his uh, father, uh, Shlomo Eger, and his grandfather, Rakiv Eger. And I've said many stories about him in the past, and they're interesting. But for now, let's just stay focused over here. Okay, so just the element of Michal wearing tefillin, there's a certain um, standing out, just like the Kushi is standing out, that just like Shaul was an outstanding person, so there's an element of outstandingness in this in this act in itself. And again, I'm not endorsing and saying that a person should do it. So just let's put together a few things. So first of all, Ritzavik writes that maybe one of the reasons that women are putter from wearing tefillin is obviously mitzvah seishas malgrama, but is it really? Because you could do it any time during the day, etc. But he basically explains that the pshat is because men are stubborn, and therefore they need to break their um, kishis orif. And since since women are not stubborn, therefore they automatically have a connection to Hashem. They don't need the tefillin to break that. Which remember we were talking about yesterday the os of Shabbos, which is one shot. Um, could be that women already are living with that os with them. They don't even need a brisk. They don't need. They don't. Obviously, it's not physically possible. They don't need a um, this this memory as well, because they automatically have it. So Michal, she had a certain stubbornness, a certain regality to her. So maybe she felt that she needed to keep herself in check. Again, it's Maholikas whether the Chacham agreed or disagreed, and maybe she stopped. Maybe she didn't. So there's what there's what to talk about. Okay. So um, Ritzadik says a couple of things. First of all, Ritzadik says that um, Michal was a Tznua, and she and she took after her father, Shaul. He was a very Tznius person. We know that it's even he's even um, um, he's even called the one who had to be grabbed, because when the Plagish Begiva, they promised they would never um, marry into the Klai Yisrael, uh, condemned the act that had happened there at, in, in Shev and Binyamin, that everybody let it, uh, let it get away with, and, and they said they would never give their daughters to Binyamin, and then they realized after the Civil War was over, and Binyamin was destroyed, there was only 300 men left, and the shape was going to be lost, so they said, alright, you could take our daughters. So that's where they had the machal, they had the circle, and they grabbed, and it says 300 men went out, and 299 of them took brides, but one didn't, and that was Shul. Shul was too embarrassed, and his wife actually, Bishag, what was her name, she was a Tznua, and she actually grabbed him. So she had a certain vivaciousness, which maybe Michal <laughs> carried over if that, if that was a daughter, I'm not sure. Somebody has to look that up in Tanakh. But anyway, the point is that Shaul was very shy and sneeze, which is why he was Zoha to Malucha, the Gemara says. So, Mimela, uh, when, when Michal saw that David was dancing, she criticized him for it. Uh, but really, says Ritzadik, she was wrong. And so, therefore, she took the Musr that she was wrong, and she realized that, no, really, David was doing it with Shemayim, so his going outward was also a good thing. And so, Mamela, um, in order to be in that, she put on Tefillin. But I want to try to explain why Tefillin specifically. So, Ritzadik writes, and again, this is like for many other places, Ritzadik writes a very fascinating thing as well, that, um, okay, like this, that, what did Shaul do wrong? He didn't kill... Agag. He, he let Amalek survive. Why? Because Shaul perverted his Midah of Tznias and his Midah of Chesed. He saw the good in everybody. And Shaul, which is a big mile, but but he used it in the wrong place here. Because Shaul saw that, oh look, the, the Bnei Ban of Shalhaman are going to learn Torah in Bnei Brak. So Mabela, um, I should leave them alive. And this extra Rahmanis, which kept him alive, is a shorish of a Malik in Kalah Yisrael, says Ritzadik. And he says the whole Tikkun came later when Mordechai and Esther finally got rid of him and, and, and took it out. Now, it's very fascinating that Mordechai and Esther have a, 
have a connection to Tefillin, right? Because the Pusik says, like, Hudim Paisa Orava Simcha, Pesasim Vikar, and the Gemara Darshan's Yikar is Tefillin. I just want to say that Yikar, Yud Kimel, Yud Kuf Resh, means splendor, beauty, has the same letters of Keri, which Keri obviously means Mikra Laila, but it's also a Sherkar Chabadarek, which is Amalek. So the Tuma is the opposite of the Yikar, and you find a lot of words are like this Yad is hand, and die is enough. And there's a lot to say. Yad means to give generously, and die means stops. And there's there's always balances. So yakar like nega and oneg. There's 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 a lot of letters that contradict each other. There's a lot to say. I, I've, I've collected about I don't know twenty or thirty of them, and I have a friend who has collected a lot more. But there's a lot of words that are opposites like that. Um, so yakar and carry are the are the are the the beauty of man versus the the destruction of man. Um, and, and the Kedusha is, is what happens. And so, um, and, and Ratzadik says that really Shaul's Malucha, which was Shaul, was borrowed. So that was really a introduction to Mashiach coming. So just like there's Mashiach ben Yosef, which is Yosef ben Yaman, and so, so afterwards comes um, Mashiach ben David. And that's kind of what Michal was. She was the bridge between um, Mashiach ben Yosef, which was her father, who didn't, who lost the Malucha, and then Michal came afterwards. And Agav, he also says, very interesting, that, that since Shaul was wrong in not killing Agag, basically, so therefore, what specifically killed Shaul? A Ger Amaleki is who killed him. I know it's Machokis and Madrashim and Chazals, Mechilta, whether a Ger could convert an Amalek. There's some, some Shittas that say that they can. Um, some Shittas that say they can't. It's a whole conversation in itself, whether they're accepted or not. Seemingly, they're not. But the point is that someone who tried to convert, still, the, the, the Amalek part killed them. So bring it all together. What's the kush? The kush is the the darkness that was there that caused this behavior to to take place. That's that's the 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 carry the asher karcha that, that kept Amalek alive. And so therefore she was trying to fix that by putting on the tefillin. She was trying to to be miyached, um that. Remember the um, the aruch hashulchan brings down from the zohar that is it tefillin to Rashi to Rinatam. We know that shalos shuvas menashemayim has the Havayas together, which is Tefillin to Rabbeinu Tam, and they say that's that's the Tefillin you're supposed to wear. So what's the shot? He says that based on Azor, when Mashiach comes, we, that's what we follow. Why? What does that mean, Havayas next to each other, right? Shema, Vayim, Shema, Vayim, Kiviyacha, and the Parshas in the Shema. So what is the two Vahayas? It's where Vahaya Hashem Lomelech, Hashem, there's a Shlemus of Hashem, that there's a Haya, whatever Hashem says, Misha Amar Vahaya Ha'olam, whatever Hashem says happens. And that is not Nisgala in this world, with with uh, the Kisei not being Shalim, which has to do with Amalek. So there's a lot of Muslim here that all need to be tied together. And Be'ezer Hashem, I look forward to hearing your Ha'aras on it, but I hope that shed a little bit more light on this very, very fascinating topic. Thank you so much for joining.